everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is January the 30th, 2020. Strong man, we are in that golden age of the 2020s. Having hype, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin in motion. Five-digit realm. Get used to it. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Unconfiscatable. Compete, don't complain. I am offended by selling. Don't FOMO on alts. All right, people, if you've got questions, I've got answers. Seriously, there's going to be time for questions and answers today. you got to type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat in the chat so I can see your questions. Hello, my elite friends. How are you doing? Are you pumped for Friday? Oh, yeah. Less than 24 hours away. 12.30 in the afternoon Baltimore time. It's 9.30 a.m. Los Angeles time. That's 5.30 p.m. in London, in old London town. Tomorrow, uh, I'll be coming live from El Paso. We have three great guests. Best guest in the freaking space. You know it. That's what This Week in Bitcoin is all about. I'm bringing you a newbie this week, too. Where, where, where's my list of people that are going to be on this show? Who's going to be on this show? David Nage. He's been on before. Alex of Lolly. And Dustin. This dude does the Did You Know podcast. All right. He'll be on the show tomorrow. I like this guy. I'm bringing you new people that haven't been on the show, but you probably know who they are. I mean, you, you guys just don't watch this show. You go to a podcast. You watch all sorts of stuff. Okay. The great Jim who I know it loves this shirt that I'm wearing, buy bitpiggies.com for all you people at sportsmeister.com that are just listening to this. You can podcast over there. Bitcoin is the best piggy bank ever created, says Jim. He sent $4.99 in the super chat. I, I think you're right, man. I think you're right. Bitcoin is the best piggy bank ever created. Teach your children well that instead of those old-fashioned piggy banks, they should get on the BitPiggies and BitPiggies.com. And, of course, uh, I love this shirt. You can get shirts like this that there also and hats. But it's good to start the kiddies young with the savings. All right. And uh, people are asking questions without typing in Bitcoin Meister, so I can't see them. Uh, they're typing in stuff. I see people are typing in stuff. Very good. But you got to type in Bitcoin Meister. Spell it correctly. <laughs> Some people will spell it incorrectly. Then it doesn't come up. All right. So let's talk security truth machine real quick here. Here is Victor Arem, who is a, a fan of the show, a good guy. He has this tweet that I just noticed. Bitcoin will teach humanity what happens when one tells the truth relentlessly and unflinchingly. Dude, I love that. Pound that like button. But, and Bitcoin is a truth, security truth machine, and it is nothing but truth. Okay, but most people can't handle the truth. All right. So, yeah, we're going to see uh, what happens when Bitcoin uh, uh, Bitcoin will teach humanity what happens when uh, one tells the truth relentlessly. Bitcoin's going to tell the truth relentlessly, but most people are going to ignore the truth because they like fancy sets and graphics. They like lies. They like pretty pictures. Uh, they like to fit in. So it'll be an interesting it'll be an interesting experiment. But. They will, they'll stick with fiat, of course, 
But those who take personal responsibility, those who understand that personal responsibility is a new counterculture, it gives us the ultimate option though, okay? Uh, and and uh, about the truth. So we will be taught, we will see uh, what happens when Bitcoin relentlessly speaks the truth, okay? Uh, and, and we will benefit from that. But others will ignore it. Hey, that's life. But I, I thought that was a good opening and inspirational tweet. Roman Q says, less than 100 days until the beautiful 2020 halving. Pound that like button. I am pumped. I'll be in Israel for it. Oh, yeah. Tel Aviv, baby. John, Jorn, Verscore, Adam, have you seen the run of the Golden Bull on YouTube? Yes, I have. I saw people tweet it out a few times. I think it's pretty corny and it didn't really, it, it's somewhat silly. And uh, I mean, I, I can see how some people like it. I didn't like it that much. <laughs> uh, I mean, if, if you need something like that to inspire you to hold your Bitcoin, I don't know what to say. It's funny on, on a certain level. Uh, I, I didn't think it was that great. I, I, just, I mean, whatever. Everyone's got a different opinion. Um it's it, it's entertaining to some. It wasn't that entertaining. It's only a minute and a half, so it's been over Twitter a few times. Um, yeah, but thanks for. Uh, I mean, not we all we all don't have the same taste, I guess. So uh, that's my take on it. What, what do we have here? All right, so all right, I know you fiat freaks are really happy today. We're getting closer. We're getting closer to what the new normal is going to be. That uh, that five digit round, baby. Get used to it. I mean, I'm already used to it. We, we've been in and out of the five-digit realm. That's what this whole uh, pre-halving period is all about. And post-halving, it'll probably go go back in the four-digit realm after the halving for a little bit here and there. Who knows? But uh, it, uh, eventually, because most of you don't remember the three-digit realm, and you just like salivate thinking about it. Well, that's what people will think about the four-digit realm. Uh, so, yeah, five-digit realm is all about the salivating over the four-digit realm. So it, right now, since it's a four-digit price, instead of salivating in the future, you get it now, so you're really happy in the future. So Jack Mallers is all over Bitcoin Twitter today. My Lord, I, I mean, I, I can't go to anyone's feed without anyone retweeting what is linked to below. So I linked to his post below, okay? He does a good job of explaining what he's up to over there. You got to love Jack Mallers. I get that you don't have to love Jack Mallers. I think some people think that's like part of uh, being on, being part of Bitcoin. You got to love him. He's, he's, he seems like a nice guy. Um, but <laughs> Jack Mallers, and he's got big news here. Jack Mallers announcing strike by Zap. What if you could pay a lightning invoice with your debit card? What if your bank account could speak Bitcoin? All right. So he thinks this is going to help onboard some regular people. Uh, someone is going to send you a Bitcoin bill, an invoice through Lightning Network, and all you need is a bank account. You pay it with fiat. You don't have to worry about giving up your precious Bitcoin. They send you the Lightning bill. You send them the fiat. He's got this app that does this, okay? You download it. It's called, what's it called again? Strike. It seems convenient. If someone says, hey, man, you owe me this Bitcoin. I'm sending you this. Then you're like, oh, let me connect it to my bank account and it sends cash to the bank account. You send the cash. The guy you owe the Bitcoin to, he gets the Bitcoin. Everybody's happy. Jack's got a cool product. Everyone's going crazy over the product. Uh, and it's it's innovative. It's good. Good. I, I love it. Create. Don't complain, baby. Be innovative. This dude is innovative. 
Today, we are announcing Stripe, an application that allows you to make lightning payments with your bank account or debit card. Using Stripe requires the following, a debit card or a bank account. That's it. No wallet. No, no, no channels. And that is good. That's good because most people just get turned off when they need a bunch of other stuff to pay Bitcoin. No swaps, no liquidity management, no anything. It's an application sitting on top of our infrastructure piece, uh, Olympus, designed to usher in an era of Bitcoin that we believe has the best shot of achieving our mainstream hopes and desires. Okay. Now, he, he brings up in, in his blog post the, the tax situation uh, that it needs to be fixed. Well, uh, that's what I took from this, okay? The... Uh, you make whenever you make a transaction with Bitcoin, you're buying stuff, no matter how small it is, even on the Lightning Network, it's a taxable. You have to report it to the IRS. And in, in it has been proposed, we've mentioned this on past shows, that there should be a uh, a threshold. A, a, a If it's under a certain amount, let, let's say it's under $600, your, your transactions, it's not a taxable event. They're working on that in the Senate and the Congress. That would make things so much easier and would allow so much more innovations, so many cool products. But Jack ran into obstacles when he made his original product because of this tax situation. He reminds us, in the United States, Bitcoin is taxed as property. And spending Bitcoin in exchange for any good service or currency is a taxable event, plain and simple. Many do not know, but this extends to Lightning Network and every single Lightning Network payment. All taxable events that need to be report need to be reported to the IRS. This, and this is the United States we're talking about, which is the hub of freaking crypto of Bitcoin. Okay, we're gonna get to that in a second. Uh, this was a major oversight when designing Olympus. All the activity was a taxable event, and this created enormous amounts of overhead for each individual user and myself. Yes, sats back is nice, but it's worth is it worth capital gains tax headaches? In our own user research and testing, the answer was no. And that's that's good he did his own research. Users enjoyed micropayments, cross-border payments, social tipping, and so on, but did not. Uh, evaluate it as worth it when taking into account the tax consequences. Yeah, no United States fixed that situation um, or else innovation like, so Jack's little product here, apparently since it's it's going from, you're, you're paying with fiat from your bank account to some dude who says you owe him Bitcoin, that it isn't a taxable situation. Okay, good. I'm glad you got around that somehow. Okay, dude. But you're absolutely right, too. It was ridiculous that your original product wasn't uh, cool with the government because of all their rules. It would have been if we, we'd have this uh, threshold there, okay? Under a certain level, it's not taxable. It doesn't have to – you don't have to report every little thing to the IRS. So right, right now, Lightning Network – again, I'm not a Lightning Network dude, but there, there's this impediment here with the United States um, that Jack gets around, which is great. But otherwise, other people aren't going to be able to innovate on the Lightning Network just doing simple things because people are going to be scared because of the tax situations. It's it's annoying. All right. So I linked to the Strike Twitter below so you can follow uh, the latest. Great product. Good job, dude. Uh, Jim says, Bitcoin Meister, you can also use it to stack your own sats. Yes. 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 And he explains that. In the blog post. He explains that in the blog post. Everybody read the blog post. 
It is linked to below. Uh, to Froggy 404 says, hey, just started watching your channel. Really liking it. Well, welcome, dude. Uh, encourage me to have a strong hand. Is there a video where you tell your story, how you got into Bitcoin, etc.? Oh, there's a <laughs> So disruptmeister.com, you can watch all my old videos. And there's like, oh, there's over 1,500 there. Um, there are a few like public speeches I've made where I go over that real fast. And there are shows in the past where I talk about it. Um, in interviews, I mean, the interviews with Craig Ship, I, I, I probably talk about it. Uh, so if you go to disruptmeister.com and you see like a little, uh, little preview square that doesn't look like my usual thing, it's somebody else interviewing me. And usually in those interviews, I talk about how I got into Bitcoin. Um, so they're like a Monero guy interviewed me back in, was it November or October? So that one I probably tell the story in. It, it, they're out there. <laughs> they're out there. So look at interviews of me by other people. It's usually asked. Of me. Oh, I mean, if you go to some of the ones that are really far in the past, like 2017, when I was on, I know I forgot the dude's channel. Uh, uh, what's his name? Something bull? What's his, uh, What's it called? The guy in Austin that interviewed me. I can't even think about. Uh, anyway, look in the archives. Look for different uh, <laughs> different looking videos. And usually it's someone else interviewing me. And that's when I, I tell the story. Okay. Good question. <laughs> I got and I bought my first Bitcoin in 2013. There's a, a little bit of a, a part of my story. And I was always into the Internet. And I, I was into uh, alternative finance starting at the beginning of, of, the, of the 2010s, if not before, if not into 2009. So and some of the stuff I was into, I was into all those doom people and stuff. And you grow out of that. Doom is negative. Avoid the doom people, because the funny thing is the doom people in 2009 are still saying the same exact stuff. Buy gold. They didn't buy uh, Bitcoin. Pound that like button. All right. Crush the street is what I couldn't think of. I was on Crush the Street. Um, I'm one of their most popular uh, videos ever. If you go to Crush the Street, you sort by most popular videos. Uh, I think the fourth most popular one ever. I'm it's me, and I tell my story in that probably. Um, if if and then the, there's another one of theirs, like a, the eighth most popular ever is me also probably telling my story. I don't know. So uh, what what do we have here? So uh, uh, oh the. David Nage, who's going to be on the show tomorrow, he has a tweet. And this is kind of – I bring this up because somebody brought up Elon Musk yesterday on yesterday's show in the chat. Uh, he says, my opinion, people want to own a piece of the future. And founders like Elon Musk and companies like Tesla are a conduit to that, not Toyota or other companies. Well, yeah, very good point. The, the, the future story, if you can tell a story where you are the future, I mean, you're going to get a certain amount of people wanting to be on your train and throw money at you, okay? So Elon is, is the master of you know every product he puts out there. You look at it, it's like, this is the future, man. I got to be a part of this. I want this. I want – and you know to bring that into cryptocurrency, that this is the future of money right here, Bitcoin. And people with similar mentalities – to me, who want to be in the future of, of, of money, they buy Bitcoin, okay? They don't want to be in own, owning gold. That's the past. They want the future. There's a certain mentality. People want to be 
on the on the future train. I, I love that, and uh, that's me. That's that's part of the reason I got into Bitcoin. I, um, you know, I was a little I was a little one back when the internet started, and I couldn't, you know, jump in on the internet revolution, even though I knew this was the big thing. So um, a lot of people did. They bought. The, there were different ways of investing in the internet back in the day. I mean, you bought <laughs> you bought Yahoo, Google, whatever. You're, you're doing real well for yourself because that was the future. The internet was the future. Many people knew the internet, it was the future. Now we know that Bitcoin is the future. This is our chance, baby, to get on that train, the future story. But some people just aren't, when they hear a story about the future, they're like negative Nancys. And like, ah, it'll never work out. It'll never work out. There's so many people out there that say that about Elon Musk. Ah, he's, you know, it's going to fail. It's all going to fall apart. Everything he does is going to fall apart. They give excuses why he's been successful. And he keeps on doing it, doing it, doing it. And, uh, you know, I love people like that are, that are in motion. that try to build rocket ships and all these. Uh, Jeff Bezos is the same thing. I love to be on, on trains like this. But this is a decentralized chain train it doesn't rely on one person it is clearly the future it is bitcoin so i I tied it all in there okay so another guy who's got a who at least thinks about the future okay and then he's not exactly right about the future but for a politician this dude is a long-term thinker andrew yang okay andrew yang is on a a, a coin desk today they got a story about him you know total uh it's what we're familiar with here but i want to kind of dive into it a little bit. He's the only candidate that gets Bitcoin, by the way, or cares about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Uh, so uh, what is this here? Uh, Andrew Yang, the U.S. has to fix its uh, hodgepodge crypto regulation. So I, we all agree with that. He's been saying that for a while. Uh, anyone in their right mind can, can, you know, there's different states are saying different things. Some people think we should all follow New York's ridiculous lead. The tax situation is ridiculous, as we just mentioned above. It's got to be clarified. It's got to encourage um, innovation. And it's just now right now that there's some unclarity, there isn't some clarity there. It does. I think it it opens the room, opens some space uh, for some leeway for some people to do some things and say, well, I didn't know. You know, some people do have excuses. There, there, there's a big gray area there too. Now, I wouldn't say to anyone to jump into that gray area, but it would be nicer if there wasn't a gray if if there wasn't a gray area. So, uh, and by the way, ancient one just sent five hundred dollars, five hundred yen. Again, thank you. He says has some work worthless fiat. Thank you, man. Thanks for supporting the show, dude. I I I, I love when I get yen. It brings me back to my. Uh, couple of days in Japan or three days in Japan in, in 2016. I, I will return to Japan one day. I've got a friend there. Uh, now, there is a quote from the article that I want to talk about. Back in, and this is, goes beyond Andrew Yang. So we, we talked about, there's not much more we can say. Andrew Yang is the only candidate that gets Bitcoin. Um, he really, he, he, he takes into account future trends he scares certain people about certain future trends, but he does understand that cryptocurrency is, is a future trend. And again, he's not correct about all the other things that he talks about. I'm not going to get into all that. But in the article, I was inspired uh, to, to go into a different direction here. Back in November, the creator of the New York Bitcoin license, the Bit license, Benjamin Lawski, said the U.S. had lost its lead in technology, allowing other countries to move ahead. He recommended U.S. regulators look to Singapore and how it is 
begun regulating cryptocurrencies, calling it effective regulation and enabling uh, it enables promising uh, startups to grow. Okay, he might be right that Singapore's regulation is better than the United States uh, regulation. They're probably more clear. It's a smaller country, okay? And they're pretty centralized there. And they can make decisions like that. What, what I disagree with there is that the U.S. has lost its lead in technology uh, in, in terms of cryptocurrency, all right? That I disagree with. Despite uh, the fact that maybe the government isn't making it very clear, you know, what you can exactly do, it, it, it might be a kind of a pain in the butt to start a crypto business in America, to be a formal a Bitcoin business in the United States of America. It, it might be easier to be in, in Singapore, but as individuals here in the United States, and I have traveled all around the world, we do have the most individuals uh, innovating here, okay? They don't need to form a formal company or anything like that. They're doing awesome things. We just talked about Jack doing some cool things here. Um, you know, all the trading, all the financialization aspects of, of, of Bitcoin seem to be going on in America. Uh, the people coming up with altcoins, forks. I mean, I, I know this is happening in other countries too, but the hub uh, is the United States, if not Silicon Valley. Uh, now, if the United States were to start to do ridiculous things in terms of regulation uh, and in terms of taxes and, and really go in a negative direction, then it could change. It could change. People could start leaving the United States and say, you know, what? I don't want to deal with cryptos, Bitcoin stuff here. I'm going to I'm going to move somewhere else. But right now, um, in terms of regular people knowing about Bitcoins, in terms of regular people holding Bitcoin, in terms of regular people dabbling in all sorts of stuff, the United States is the center. And there is there is it is the brain power, uh, a big bulk of the brain power uh, behind the innovations that, that, that are going on in the space. So, um I, I can kind of see what Lossky is saying there. He's a big regulation guy and everything. And hey, that's not to say uh, that the United States shouldn't follow Singapore's lead. Uh, if Singapore, does, if everything is clear in Singapore, uh, then yeah, they, they they should make it that clear here in the USA. There are only, and, and the funny thing is, we're talking about politicians with Yang. He's the only one running for president that knows about this stuff. But then in the Congress, there's not many that know about it either. You've seen the hearings. The one guy from Minnesota is trying to clear up the uh, the, the crypto dividend situation. That is that's great. That that that'd be very helpful. And he also is the one that's behind uh, trying to uh, make it so uh, under a certain amount of money uh, in, in terms of transactions. What we were talking about before, it's not taxed. Uh, so the Lightning Network and everybody doing minor things doesn't have to report report every single little thing they do. To, to the IRS, you know, if it's under 600 or whatever. All right, so that's some clarity that can be made there. Uh, that's the end of the show. Remember, 12.30 in the afternoon tomorrow in uh, in Baltimore time, that's 9.30 a.m. in Los Angeles, 10.30 a.m. here in El Paso in Denver, and 5.30 in London, 6.30 p.m. In, in, in Germany. This week in Bitcoin, a new guy, two old guys, Adam Meister also, We'll be talking about all sorts of fun stuff. Thanks a lot, guys. Pound that like button, bang that bell button. And you know, I'm the Bitcoin Meister. I'm the Disrupt Meister. Remember, subscribe to the channel, like the video, share the video. See you pretty soon tomorrow. And I will say hi to you guys in the chat. Thanks for the support, dudes. Pound it.